This is Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta, Georgia, a congregation full of life and love with a legacy of outreach ministries. Everybody's invited to church in person Sunday at 10 a.m. and online at mountpleasantatl.org. And now, the Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta. Let me give honor to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is the head of our lives, author, the finish of all of our faith. It is in his name that we're here. And we're thankful to the Godhead, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Ephesians, the third chapter. Open your Bibles, if you will, and pray with us just for a few minutes. Ephesians, amen, the third chapter. I'm not going to read the whole chapter, but I'm going to just choose out of that. And I was going to read verse 13 through 21, but I think I'll even drop a little lower than that. Well, I'll read it. Here it goes. If you can stand, if you can. Wherefore, I desire that ye faint not at my tribulation for you, which is your Tribulation for you, which is your glory. For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might and with spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth, length, and depth, and height, amen, and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. Unto him be glory in the church by Jesus Christ throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. Let the church say amen. amen. Say amen again. Amen. amen. I want to talk today from this thought, and I would that you pray with me just for a few minutes. We have a never-failing God. I'm said again. Repeat these words after me. Look at somebody and tell them, say, we have... A never-failing God. Amen. God bless you today. And pray with me just for these few minutes. Let me share this as I open up, amen, this discussion, this argument about we not having a God that will fail, but we have a never-failing God. Let me do this right quick so you can get the picture Amen. When God gave Adam, amen, a commandment, amen, not to eat of the forbidden fruit, the day that Adam ate it, God told him, Thou would surely what? Thou would surely die. And from that point, this is what we have to understand the pre Adamite world, amen, the, in the eternal past. Satan used to be a man before Adam in the pre Adamite world. So, Satan used to be a man in charge of earth. 
Did you hear me? Satan was the fourth in line. It was God the Father as we know. It was God the Son, Jesus, as we know. And we also know God the Holy Spirit. And the fourth entity was Satan who was in charge of earth. Okay? Satan, amen, rose up against God. Amen. And God, amen, kicked Satan out. I'm just cutting across the field. Amen. Kicked him out. Amen. Didn't take his power. That's what people got to understand. He did not take not one ounce of power from Satan. Not one ounce. So God wanted him to be as strong as he wanted to be because and needed to be and have been because he knew ultimately it was going to be a warfare. And so he left Satan with all his power. That's why Satan, amen, can perform miracles. Y'all going to get me in a minute. Amen. But what happened when Adam... Amen. Okay, excuse me. God created Adam and gave all of that dominion and authority to Adam. What Satan used to have, Adam now have it. And when God told Adam, said, the day that you eat of the forbidden fruit, thou shalt surely die. He was simply saying, the day that you disobey me, you're going to lose what I just gave you. You got it? So now, since, guess what? You know when on your job, if you get a promotion, there's some folks that work with you don't like it. Can I get a witness in here? So Satan, uh, through Eve, was going to get back to Adam to make him do what he wasn't supposed to do. So what happened is when Satan pulled his little trickery and de deceptiveness through Eve, amen, to get to Adam, then Adam didn't know that, but he gave everything back to Satan. When he sinned, everything came back to Satan. That's why the scripture said that Satan is the God of this world and the prince of the air. Now I can get to my message. Now you keep that now. You keep all of that. What I just shared with you, not just for the day, but from now on. That's why stuff is so, I heard uh, uh, Deacon last, I believe, was, or somebody said something about so many gun, guns. But it's Satan's world. The world is his. Come on, talk to me. And so, therefore, it's not going to get any better. I don't care what you say. Amen. Until we go through the complete cycle and to the complete cycle of the law. We are right now in the grace of this, uh, in, in this dispensation of grace. There is one more left. Hello, somebody. There is one more left after grace. And then what, what's going to happen then? We're coming to the seventh year. Oh, let me get out of that. It won't get any better until this world, and I'm going to cut across the field again and do this right quick. Will you remember the song we used to sing, It's Going to Rain? It's going to rain. You better be ready and bear this in mind because it won't be water. It's going to be what? So the next time it's going to be water. Listen at what is going on in the news with global warming. Ice melting. I could go. I won't tell you no more. 
Ephesians the 13th verse of the third chapter, it says, Wherefore I design that ye faint not at my tribulation, because what I'm in is in there for your glory. In other words, Paul was the forerunner to Christianity. Amen. Before Jesus Christ, he came and he, Paul did it. When we talk about the mystery of the church, he is the forerunner, amen, after the Christ come and before the church were put into position. Jesus said that he was going to build a church and the gates of hell shall not what? Prevail against it. So what it is for you and I to do in this satanic, this demonic, this devilish, this Satan world that we can do to survive. This book was designed by the Holy Spirit, but it was orchestrated by God the Father. And this is what happened. This is the book of life right here. Amen. For the earth. But there was another book of life that is in heaven. That's why whenever you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you will be, be assured that you are healed because you have a relationship with him and he'll write your name in the Lamb's book of life. Amen. The Lamb book of life simply deals with the dispensation of grace and grace only. Amen. So that means this, that if we love one another, that's one characteristic that we are God's child. Not only do we love one another, we love and trust each other and have trust in God. Amen. Because all of us have come short of the glory of God. Then uh, we have patience to wait until his change come. God have a plan for each one of us and we have to be willing and patient to wait on God manifesting that which he purposed for you and for I. Not only do we have love for God and trust him and faith in him, we also have to have patience and wait on him. If we wait on him and have patience, he'll never be late because he's where he needs to be before he leaves and where he is. Amen. You got to understand that we have that kind of God. He can never fail. Failure is not an option when it comes to God. That's why he said the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. Why? Because he shedded his blood, amen, as a remission of all of our sin to let us know, amen, that if we hold out, love him and love one another, amen, trust him and trust one another, have faith in him, but also have faith in one another and then be patient and then be patient one with the other. But then we close it out with John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him will never perish but have everlasting life. What did that suggest? It suggests, amen, that we must believe. The Bible said, he that cometh to him must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder for them that diligently seek him. You can't wait till you see it to believe it because you were not born and raised in Missouri. You, 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 you got to believe, believe God because God said it. God is never going to fail. 
I don't care how high you go, he's above that. I don't care, uh, Brother Samuel, uh, how wide you go, he's beyond that. And I don't care how much you have, he got more than that. In other words, God lacks nothing. Amen. I don't care if you don't see it in his hand, it doesn't mean that it's not in his heart. And you got to understand today, amen, that we have, amen, a never-failing God. He told us, amen, he said it to us, if you ask, you will receive. If you seek, ye will find. Knock on the door, he declared that the doors would be open. Simply says this, sickness got nothing over his healing power. Can I get me a witness in here? Even at the name of Jesus, the Bible declared that demons tremble when you call upon that name. He have a name that is above every name. I wish they had me a praying church. And at that name, the Bible declared that every knee would bow and every tongue would have to confess. You don't have to worry about trying to get a second opinion when it comes to God. If God said it, it is so. You may well get on your knees and begin to thank him because it, it is that God's word will never go out and return unto him board. I'm trying to get you to understand we serve a never-failing God. We serve a God that sits high, but also he looks low. That's why Paul says, for this call, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. You ought to be glad that Jesus is our mediator. He prays each day for all of us. Amen. To God the Father. He let the Father know that I went to Calvary and I shed my blood for Mount Pleasant. Amen. I shed it for every sin, every bad, evil thought. I shed it for every sin that may ever be committed. Because without the shedding of blood, there is no remission to sin, my brothers and sisters. I don't know why y'all sitting there looking at me, amen, like something wrong. I come to tell you I'm looking at y'all because I know something is wrong. And I want you to know we serve in a God that got all power. I said all power. He know what you're thinking before you start thinking. He know every thought that is in your mind. He knows every step that is in your feet and leg. And he knows all about all of us. Somebody said, amen, he's so wise, he can't make a mistake. Amen, the Bible declared that if you serve this God, the one that we serve that never fails, the one that we serve, amen, that got all power and trusted in his own hand. Well, I don't know how y'all feel and what y'all come to do, but I come to tell you, God have smile on me. The Bible says here in 17th verse that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. So how you gonna get Christ in your heart? The Bible says it again in verse 13, amen, excuse me, verse 17, that Christ may dwell in your heart by faith. In other words, he says, if you would read John, the 15th chapter, it says, abide in my word. Let my word abide in you. He said, put my word in your heart. 
Amen. And when you put my word in your heart, you got to believe by faith that the word is activated. The Bible said, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I preach if y'all pray. <clears throat> the Bible said, if you keep on praying, your faith ought to grow. Your faith ought to get a little stronger. You ought to even get a little wiser. You ought to have so much more love. Why is it that God's word is so powerful? Well, it's powerful because one day the word was made flesh. And that flesh, we call it by the name of Jesus. Amen. The Bible said that name Jesus really means salvation. In other words, he come to set us free. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old thing will have passed away. We got to understand that we put all our trust in God. Amen. This is the election month. And we find, that, amen, that several candidates are running. We see people running that we know have no business to run. But I got news for you today. If you put your trust in the Lord, lean not to thine own understanding. But in all of your ways, acknowledge him. He will direct your path. He'll put the right person where he ought to be. Amen. Because everybody knows that the scripture said that promotions come from above. Amen. Nobody can get in office except God allows it. And if he allows somebody that, amen, we think not ought to be in there. In other words, he'll set them up over there. And he'll put you over here. And amen, while they're making bad laws to defeat you over here, you got to understand that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. You got to understand that if God be for you, he's more than the world against you. You got to know and you really got to know that Jesus is on the main line. And if you need anything, you can call him up and tell him just what you want. Amen. We got help on our side. I heard David said, I've been young, but now I am old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. No, I ever heard them begging for bread. Ain't God all right? He'll feed you if you get hungry. He'll give you water if you get thirsty. He's a very good company keeper. Ain't God all right? If he's been good to you, look at your name and tell him, I really don't know what you're going through. But let me tell you, the God I serve is a never-failing God. He got all power in both of his hands. Ain't God all right? He got power. Open his mouth and speak power. Ain't he all right? Can anybody remember that man of 38 years? Set by the pool of Bethesda, and Jesus showed up that day, looked at that man, and said, Will thou be made whole? 
Let me put a pin in that. And anybody in Mount Pleasant want to be made whole? If you want to be made whole, got to tell the Lord. Father, I stretch my hand unto thee. No other help I know. If thou withdraw thyself from me, where shall I go? Can I get a witness in here? Anybody in here? Got a praise in your lips. Got a praise on your tongue. The Redeemer, the Lord, ought to have something to say. Can anybody help me? Call his name. His name is Jesus. His name is Alpha and Omega. His name is Jehovah Jireh. His name is Jehovah Sikhanu. His name, I wish I had a witness. If you called his name, something got to happen. Can I get a witness in here? If he been good to you, can anybody say yes? Let me close. I heard Ephesians say, Paul writing said, he said, if you get rooted and grounded in love, you may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth, what is the length, what is the depth, and what is the width. And if you hold out and give God some praise right about now, Put your hand together and tell the Lord you've been good to me. And I want the world to know I'll tell everybody that Jesus is on the main line. Do you know him tonight? Can I preach up in here? Has he been good to you? He'll walk with you. He'll talk with you. He'll put running in your feet. If you got clapping in your hand, I come to tell you we got a God that never lost a cater. We got a God that never lost a client. We got a God that it never lost a patient. He got more medicine in the hem of his garment. He's a healer. I said, he's a healer. He's a healer. He's a healer. Grandmama them said it. They didn't know nothing about Jehovah Jireh. They did not know nothing about Jehovah Salon. But they knew like this. The Lord will make a way somehow. Ain't it all right? Anybody know him as a way maker? Let me close. Let me get out of here. But let me tell you, if I was at home around my own self, I just look in the mirror and say, Michael, we serve a God that never fail. I don't care how high you go, he'll bring you down. I don't care how deep in sin you find yourself. Won't he pick you up 
Can he turn you around? If you know he's all right, go on and say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. Can I leave y'all? This is what Paul was saying. He may be able to comprehend the ups and downs, the in and the out. Can I get a witness? Say yes. Say yeah. I got a clue now. But then Paul said, now. Look at somebody and say, now. Now. Look at somebody and say, now. God, now under him that is able, tell your neighbor, I don't care what it is, God can heal it. I don't care where you been, God was already there. Now, under God who is able to keep you from falling. No matter what you ask him, he got everything in his hand. The Bible declared he got 10,000 blessings in his right hand, in his left hand. And if you need anything from the Lord, just call him, tell him what you want. Somebody said, call him up, tell him what you want. I dare you, open your mouth, that I serve a God that never fail. He's a battle actor unto a battle. And this is what Paul said, now honor him that is able to do exceeding, abundantly above all that we ask or what we may think according to the power that work inside. Look at your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, talk about me much as you please. But I got something on the inside. That every now and then, it feel like fire in my bone. It feel like fire shut up in my bone. Grandmama said, the little wheel keep on turning, and you're all right. Won't God make a way for you? Won't he put running in your feet? Won't he put clapping in your hand? Anybody got joy? Anybody got joy? Look at your neighbor. Tell your neighbor the joy that I have. The world didn't give it to me. You can't shake it. You can't take it. It's mine. I got Jesus on the inside. And you're all right. Anybody got joy? Say joy that I have. The world can't take it away. He'll put running in my feet. He'll put clapping in my hand. Do you know him? Do you know him? Do you know him? And you're all right. Say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? If you know he'll do it. Say yeah. 
Thank you, Gina. Oh, oh, yeah. You've been listening to the Mount on the Go podcast. If you've been enjoying the word, please consider donating to the Mount Pleasant Ministry. We have various ways that you can give to the ministry to allow us to become better in our pursuit of delivering God's word to you. You can give via PayPal at mtpleasantatl.org. You can give via Zale, info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also give via Square and Givelify. For Givelify, just search for Mount Pleasant Baptist Church with our address, 17 Melvin Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia, and you'll be in the right place. In addition to all these options, you're always welcome and invited to grab an envelope and have cash or checks sent to the church, whose address is again, 17 Millen Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia. For questions, comments, and concerns, feel free to email us at info at mtpleasantatl.org. That's info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also visit our website, www.mountpleasantatl.org, to follow us on YouTube and Facebook for the video version of the podcast. Our services are live every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you are more than welcome to visit the church in person every Sunday at the same time. Thank you so much for listening.